Betfred has come all the way from England to the great state of Iowa with over 50 years of sports betting experience. Fred is known in the UK for three things, customer service, bonuses, and delivering the best overall experience to players. Need more? Download the Betfred Sports app today and receive up to $250 in free bets when signing up. No emperors, no movie stars, just a sports book you can trust. Download today. Proud partner of the Iowa Wild and Iowa Cubs. Must be 21 plus. Wagers only accepted in Iowa. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-BETS-OFF. You're listening to the Hockey Podcast Network. New shows every day. Find us at thehockeypodcastnetwork.com or wherever you get your podcasts from. This is the Grit and Barrett Podcast, a podcast devoted to the 11-time Calder Cup champion, the Hershey Bears. We talk Hershey Bears, the American Hockey League, and all the hockey news that matters to me. This is high energy, unfiltered, and at times unfocused hockey talk from a hack. And now, on with the show. Hello and welcome to the Grit and Barrett podcast, everyone. Hope all of you enjoyed your holiday weekend. It is a Monday, April 18th, and well, we're here, everyone. We are now entering the final, final regular season weekend of the Hershey Bears season. Remember where we were all the way back in October There was a slight chill in the air, eyes looking toward the first full hockey season in quite some time, full of dreams, full of ambitions and hope, and well, (laughs) it's, it's definitely been a ride, hasn't it? Hold on, everyone. Hold on. Hold on. There we go. I just need to grab something here. So we are heading toward the last weekend of regular season hockey, and I am fairly confident along with many others, that the Bears will be playing past April 24th. Now, the only the, the only real question is, who, where, and how? And we will deal with that next week, everyone. We'll deal with that next week. We'll see where everything lines up. Who knows? I may have to do a bonus series preview episode thing. But anyway, I'm getting ahead of myself. We have some more hockey to play, and we go way back to Wednesday night at the Electrodrome as your Hershey Bears took on the Lehigh Valley Phantoms there at the Electrodrome. Uh, Last of several matchups between these teams. Lehigh just hanging around that playoff picture. I mean, it's, it's more or less the division completely collapsing on itself, but they're just hanging around. You know, just sort of hanging out at the party going, hey, this is real good. Hey, Bridgeport, how you doing? How you doing? Hey, anybody had to punch? It's real nice. It's real nice. Yeah, this is going real late in the night. Um, It's about 1130. And, you know, the drinks are still there. Everybody's still having fun. <laughs> sure, I may have flipped over a table earlier in the night, but no, <laughs> I'm not. Nobody's throwing me out. So let's keep this going. Meanwhile, you have Bridgeport and Springfield looking over from the kitchen going, Honey, why are they still here? Why is Lehigh still here? Well, they're really fun. They were real fun five years ago. Are you going to tell them to leave? I'm not going to tell them to leave. You're going to tell them to leave? I'm not telling them to leave. Boy, that metaphor really got stretched. But anyway, you know what I mean. We got to get Lehigh out of the house. 
Got to get him out. Got to get him out. I know he's just standing in the corner talking to himself, but he's playing that weird match three game. <laughs> so, electro drum time. Back to the action. And the boys get some get some help as we signed Ethan Frank, a college a uh, prospect to the Bears this week. Third best scorer in all the land in the NCAA uh, Western Michigan or Michigan Tech product. That's one of the Michigan colleges uh, product coming in. And boy, oh boy, this kid brought something we did not have in a while. Speed and skill. I mean, sure, he's very raw and very, um, you know, new, but oh, loved what I see. He's small, and he's fast, he's quick, he's got a knack for where the puck is. Mm-mm-mm, like what I see. So, we're there on a Wednesday night. Of course, the Phantoms are wearing their black jerseys with the orange outlines on them. Just wear Flyers jerseys! I've been over this. Just wear Flyers jerseys! Anyway, we get into the, the first, and the boys, you know, they're, they're pressing a little bit, but boy, wait, wait, what's going on here? Lehigh is really battling back? Lehigh just peppering, peppering Copley. The shots are 8-2 within the first 10 minutes. This is a Wilkes-Barre game. This is survived the first 10 minutes. What's going on here? But the boys get some pressure in and a... Again, and we have some a big line going in with Leeson, Protoss, and Vecchione. Throws in front. Leeson back in on Nagel. Scores! Mike Vecchione gets him again! Yes! Vecchione, his 16th of the season, fourth against the Phantoms, gets his old squad, and it's 1-0. And I love hearing Joe Woolick having to announce that Hershey Bears goal scored by number 19, Mike Vecchione. <laughs> Not so much fun when it's done to you now, is it? One nothing Bears in the first. And I'm like, all right, they're really going to turn things around. They really are. They're going to start pushing back. And they are starting to get, build some momentum off this scramble in front, trying to get past Nagel. Nope, can't get in. Can't really get in. And Lehigh pushes back. They know what's on the table. They know every day could be their last like a certain band's song. But we get to the end of the first, and the shots are 15-10 Lehigh. Wait a minute. Wait a minute. A team outshooting us? Outshooting us. Hershey Bears, Mr. Throw Everything at the Net? Mr. Defense Generates Offense? We're being outshot? Us? Whatever. We're in the lead. Whatever. And into the second period, things we slow things down, as Friends of the Podcast OS Dub says. Slow things way down. Oh my gosh, this was rough to go through. It's like sudden, it's like all the magic wore out between these two teams. These were now two bad teams going at it. Well, not really bad, but two bad offenses going after it. Odd man, things getting broken up. Shots missing the net. Um, Copley getting some shots in front, including, oh my gosh, it's Adam Clandetti in front, stopped by Copley. Bad bounce, back on net, stopped by Copley. Mmm, he's playing very well this game. I'm just saying, he's, he's doing a really good job. But later on in the second as well, long stretch pass up. There's Ethan Frank, it's the rookie. He's in on a breakaway. Oh my gosh, his first goal goes in back in, runs out of room and goes into the boards. 
Yep. Welcome to the pros, kid. Maybe that worked on Southwest Dakota Tech. But that's Pat Nagel. U.S. Olympian. You can hear the air quotes, Pat Nagel. But, um, yeah. So, nice try, kid. Welcome to the pros. Welcome. It's the H. Shut up, get to the bench. So, um, also in that period, the boys do get a little bit of offense going, and it's right into Alexiev in the slot. Nagel swimming, shoots, bang off the body at the post with the shot. Oh. Those two go in. It's 3 nothing and an easy night. <laughs> we get into the third, everyone. And again, Lehigh's out shooting us. 23 to 14. None of them's gone in, though. None of them's gone in. And Copley's playing very well. He's playing very well. I'll take any road win I can get at this point. I'll take any road win. Sometimes the hockey gods. Seven minutes into the third. Bay. Long dump and ricochets off the boards and drops right in front of Copley. Oh my gosh. He's trying to get it. Alex Kyle jabs and pitchforks it in. It's in. It's a goal. Off the boards. Plops right into the blue paint. And Alex Kyle puts it home. We're tied at one. <sighs> okay. Okay. It's the Phantoms. Okay. All right. Okay. All right. Whatever. Whatever. His fourth of the season, Alex Kyle. A few minutes later, a few minutes later, long shot in from Morelli. Cal O'Reilly, deflection in front, gets past Copley, scramble in front, jabbed in, nets off, no goal, no goal, nets off. Ref's there, seeing it, the nets off, no goal. Oh, what a scramble in front. No light, no horn, waved off. But the refs are going to take a look at it. Maxime Shushko was right there. And... All right, all right. Let's have him go take a look at it. It's their right. They have the, they, they have the right too. And um, this is really taking a while. This is really taking a while. <laughs> that that's not good. That's really not good. And they come out, and the refs point. It's a goal. Phantoms in the lead. I will not overreact. I will. Remain calm. What the sugar on the ice tea was that? How is that a goal? Really? Really? Is it home cooking? What the? How is that a goal? Immediately to my phone. D -d 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 -d. Guys, how's that a goal? Somebody at the game, because we had Bears fans there from the group, said they were there at the game. Someone explain to me how this is a goal. Nets off. Scramble in front. Call on the ice was no goal. Explain to me how there's enough. John Sorison on Twitter follows the Caps prospect, does great work out of him, posts the overhead view. And I heard friend of the podcast, Matt Trust, talking on it because he, he was able to rejoin Zach on the road. Good for him. Good to see him backing up at it. Now, here's how the play goes down. And I have to kind of slow things down for everyone. I know this is an audio medium, but stay with me. The shot... Comes in, gets deflected, goes underneath Copley and just dies right in the crease. Just right there. You have Copley, you have Cal O'Reilly right in front of him. You have Lucas Johansson off to the left. I'm talking through an overhead cam perspective. And in comes Shishko down the middle. Everybody with me? No? Good. So Lucas tries to swat the puck out of the paint. Swings and misses. Touche number one. 
and in comes Shushko to push the puck in. And maybe Lucas is trying to get a better angle on it, but may look like he pushed the net a little bit. Might have. No, but he was not being pushed into. In comes Shushko, pokes the puck, and about a second or two before the goal, before the goal comes off, the puck passed the line and into the net. Net comes off. You could also argue, you could very well argue, Lucas pushed it off. Puck was going in. By the letter of the law, they should be awarded the goal. And where the ref was standing, net was off. I'm not saying it's right. I'm saying I understand. I get it. I get it. I don't like it. I really don't like it. But maybe we come back to the most basic of truths. Should not have gotten to that to begin with. Lucas smacks that out of the paint. This never happens. This does not happen. Boxing out to prevent Shushko. This doesn't happen. There were a lot of other factors. Maybe the refs got it right. Maybe they didn't. Oh, intelligent hockey fan, that's for you to decide. That's for you to decide, Bears fans. A lot of people said the net was off and it shouldn't have counted. There is an argument for that. There really is. Does not change. Phantoms lead 2-1. And the Bears, they just can't get back into it. Lehigh continues to outshoot the Bears even more. And the Bears just bleed out. In the third, after that goal, you could tell. I didn't want to watch anymore. Shushko, ninth of the season. Cal O'Reilly, 30 assists on the season. Not bad. Phantoms win it 2-1 the final. Outshot the Bears 38-22. I bet Lehigh got a lot of power plays out of it. The Bears had 1, 2, 3, 4, 5 penalties called against them. I think so. I got that right. Anyway, um, Lehigh Valley 0 for 2 on the power play. The Bears got none out of it. So not really. I was wrong. Lehigh only got two power plays out of it. So no, no, there really wasn't really a factor. We just lost. Can't win in that building. The hockey gods don't like us whenever we, we play there. Copley, 36 for 38. Heck of a night. Wasted effort. I would have taken 2-1. Pat Nagel, 21 for 22. And wouldn't you know it, another night where we make a goalie look like an all-star on the road. Pat Nagel, second start. That's eight out of nine. We have done this. And you know what? Alexiev buries that opportunity. It's a tie game. I know what about isms is, is, is a tough thing to sell. It just sucks when this happened. Well, let's try to get it back. Friday night, Good Friday, religious weekend, Easter weekend, however you want to view it. And the boys take on for the first time in a while those no good, dirty, rotten, Wilkes-Barre Scranton baby penguins, however you want to uh, approach that. And um, first time we've played these guys in quite some time. I mean, sure, we did a makeup game about a month ago, but first time in a long time that we, that we, face the guys with this kind of squad and the bears magic number slowly dwindling down magic number was seven heading into tonight and if things go a certain way you get a win here gets 
points on Sunday. In theory, you could clinch this weekend. This weekend. I don't want to take this down to the last weekend. Although, given the way the division, again, is collapsing on itself, that's a real possibility. But we head into Wilkes-Barre. And me and the guys said that, that go with Copley the rest of the way. With the exception of the back-to-back next week, or the 3-3 three and three next weekend, Copley gives you the best chance to win. Go with him. And I, I wouldn't be above the argument. I wouldn't. But um, Fukali leads him out. Okay. And I did not know Fukali has not faced Wilkes-Barre at all this season. Wait a minute. That can't be right. We've played, played these guys 11 times, and this is just the first? Well, every time it's been Hunter Shepard and or Copley, because we played Wilkes-Barre the majority in December and January, that's when we were still dealing with, you know, Corona-chan, and Fukali was the one that kept getting called up. Or it would be uh, um, Copley get called up and we'd go with Hunter. So that's where we are. All right, let's go with let's go with Fukali. Okay, let's do this. Couple minutes in, really back and forth between these two teams. Ooh, odd, odd man rush for Wilkesbury three on two, and it gets broken up. Rush down the way for the other Bears. Bad passing. Okay, out down comes Wilkesbury. All right, we're running and gunning, and a pass from theirs keeps getting broken up. Oh. These are two really bad offenses going after each other, aren't they? Oh my gosh. Uh, but all right, Wilkesbury is going in for a dump. Here comes the Asker Broadquist over the line, throws one in and on Fukali, and it goes in. Oh my god. Oh my god. A lazy wrister gets past Fukali. And it's one nothing. Oh my god. I, I, I was watching this in my jockey wagon, and the wagon was turned off. I saw that go in. I put my phone down, got up, and just walked out. I'm like, are you kidding me? Are you freaking kidding me? I know there are Fukali haters out there. This was fuel. Oh, my God. Here we go. It's going to be one of these nights. And we don't have the offense to keep up with them. I'm sorry. We don't. All right. So, we get a power play off of a... um. Off of a, um, what is it down here? Da, da, hold on. It was uh, slashing on Belvari. Uh, the refs were a thing tonight, no, weren't they? So um, we get going. First power play line doesn't do anything against one of the worst penalty kills in all the land. And Wilkes-Barre's power play is even worse. Wilkes-Barre's power play is 31st. And just so you know, there's only 31 teams in the league. So we get in protests from around the boards to Bobby Nardella. Is that the rookie that's out there? Yeah, Ethan Frank's out there. Nardella over to Frank. Wines fires. He scores! He scores! Ethan Frank on the power play. Wines fires. Corner on Jack Napier. Oh my goodness. Ethan Frank, his first professional goal. Gets it in. High fives. Don't celebrate too much here on the road. Screw you. Screw you. It's Wilkesbury. Hugs all around. Somebody get that puck. And 1-1. We are tied. Assist to Nardella and Protus. Nice job on the power play going. You know, take advantage of stuff like this, as Zach likes to say. And I hate to admit it, but there's a good amount of people there in Wilkes-Barre. <laughs> I'm not used to this. I am not used to this. About a healthy five or 6,000 schmattering 
there were peoples there. I mean, if, if weren't things the way they were, we possibly would have gone up as well. So 1-1. One, one. After 1, Wilkesbury gets a delay of game penalty from Yossi Rokola. Nothing comes up that. And into the second, early on, as um, the Bears were coming through the neutral zone, gets dumped in. Bears touch it, and it looks like a, looks like a Leeson slashed a guy. Okay. All right, he goes off, but um, that's Vecchione. Why is Vecchione going over? What's going on? Going Too many men. Okay. But you just said something. Whatever. Whatever. Okay. Okay. Ref puck might be a thing tonight. Penalty trouble for the Bears as they give up three power plays in the period. Yet, thankfully, Wilkes-Barre is too incompetent and inept on the power play to do it. Second period, you know, wasn't as much of a slog as in Wilkes-Barre, but it was still 1-1, and neither team just really able to break. Zach Fukali has set in at this point. It gives up an early goal, but you know what? He rebounded like a pitcher giving up a meatball two-run home run in the first, and then at the bottom of the first, you know, the offense generates some runs, and he walks back out there. It's like, you know, he sits in there in the dugout. He gets some, you know, sees the guys go out there and get offense for him. All right, let me get back out to the mound and just starts chucking strikes. So, you know what, Fukali? Nice job on him. So, we get to the third and things are getting a little tense. Hartford still lo- still losing, you know, on their horrible Betfred has come all the way from England to the great state of Iowa with over 50 years of sports betting experience. Fred is known in the UK for three things, customer service, bonuses, and delivering the best overall experience to players. Need more? Download the Betfred sports app today and receive up to $250 in free bets when signing up. No emperors, no movie stars, just a sports book you can trust. Download today. Proud partner of the Iowa Wild and Iowa Cubs. Must be 21 plus. Wagers only accepted in Iowa. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-BETS-OFF. Oh, sit here. Thank you. Hey, I saw that. You gave up your seat for the woman with the oxygen tank. Always showing your good side. Know how else you could help her? Donate at Griffles Plasma. Because she also relies on plasma-based medicines. By donating at Griffles Plasma, you make it possible for patients to get where they're going in life. And that feels really good. Become a Griffles Plasma donor and you can receive up to $800 this month. Find a center at grifflesplasma.com ways lehigh and bridgeport are tied i will not root for lehigh it goes against my being it goes against um the, the standards or morals i can't i won't and the bears get a power play midway through the third and zach says it again god take advantage of it cam lee with the hook the hook is the crook jerry the hook is the crook and the bears start working it around bobby nardella gets it to protest throws it throws it in front directed by morelli it's in it's in yes Yes! Mason Morelli! Power play goal! Bears are in the lead! 2-1! Yes! Go on, boys! Go on! Power play on the road! Taking advantage of a team's mistakes! Finally, the team we've wanted for so long is there! The confidence is there! Go on, lads! 2-1 Hershey! And we're holding down the fort! Four minutes to go! Four minutes to go! Wilkes-Barre's pressing. My gosh, but it's been but not breaking. We're trying to get some pucks in there, getting there to test um, Napier. And come on, guys. Come on, just finish it out. Two and a half to go. Off comes 
Napier. Six on five. Buzzing Mohegan Sun Arena. Come on, boys. Come on. You can do this. Nylander, Rokula, Zahorna in the slot. Fires one on net. They screen in front off of a long shot. And we're tied. And we're freaking tied. Can't we close out a game? For once in your stupid, pathetic stretch, can you close out a game? Third time this month. Third time you've led in the third. Am I yelling? Am I yelling? Okay. Okay. All right. All right. Screenshot. They're not going down quietly. And I've gotten Wilkesbury fans on my case. Going into overtime. Okay, we nicked a point. Okay. But it shouldn't have got to this point. This team's right below us. It should not get to this. The line we have out there. Vecchione, Gersich, and Bobby. A line that wants to end it. Good. Get the face off. Gershoff wins it. Chips it up to Vecchione. Tries to split the defense. Gets in on Napier. A little bit backhands. Nope. Saves it. Saves it. Was there a hook there? It, it, there's a lot going on on that. There's a lot going on, but nothing was called. Fine. 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 Face off in Wilkesbury zone. Wilkesbury wins it. Throws it up the ice, and in comes, in comes a guy. He stumbles going over his, goes over the blue line, falls down, and wait, arms up. What? Tripping. No, he slipped. He stumbled. You're rewarding stupidity. No, that's not a trip. I mean, sure, maybe Leeson's arm came around, but there was no contact. There was none. That's not a penalty. What the hell are you watching? So Wilkes-Barre gets a, a power play out of it. Worst power play in the league, four on three. Wilkes-Barre can't, can't get this, can they? They can't. They get set up four on three. They're whistling shots. Shots are getting broken up. Can't get out of the zone. Zone Nylander shoots. Blocked by Dylan Mickelrath. Go, oh, he's in pain. Holding that arm. Arn Rokula is able to recollect it to Nylander. Puziani winds, fires, scores! God, no! 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 Putin scores. Wilkesbury wins it. And we get one. We get one. Are you kidding me? So much went wrong here. So much. Refs can be to blame in all this. This is what's frustrating. This is what's frustrating. I can let go what happened in Lehigh. I can let that go. This. This. Take away the ref stupidity for a second. Take away from it. You could feel it coming. In the air of the night. Like, like Phil Collins once said. You could feel it. You knew it. When that power play got going. They're going to score aren't they? This is how it goes for us. We can have no nice things. We're going to give up a, a, a power play goal to the worst home power play team in the league. And yes, it happened. As fans, you believe something in happening. This is how remotes get broken. 
This is how holes in the wall happen. But also, it should never have gotten to this point. Close out a game. Especially for a coach who's defensive-minded. I want to create a defensive-based team. A team that can't hold a lead. That's blown so many leads. I highly suggest not working in sales anytime soon. Yeah, tell... Okay, yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm rambling at this point. But more importantly, that's three points. That's out the window. And you hold you hold leads against Charlotte, against Wilkes, against Lehigh. One, two, three, six points. Your magic number gets defeated. And we probably clinch this weekend. But no, we can have no nice things. End of rant. End of anger for now. Congratulations to Ethan Frank on getting his first professional goal. Congrats on him. Ashamed it happened in in Wilkes-Barre, though. You know, sorry. I'm just upset because I want to get confidence in this team. But this team just can't seem to get wins on the road. That um, Zach said, if the Bears were to have closed this out, the Bears would have gotten their third, road win of the season 13 just so just so everybody can uh, can see that the bears are 12 19 4 and 1 on the road 12 and the majority of that was early in the season that's good for 12 and there's only 15 teams in the league only three teams are worse than us lehigh wilkes and hartford and that explains a lot of things with hartford Providence was able to clinch and we'll see where things go on a Sunday when we take on the Providence Bruins on an Easter Sunday and we'll find out about that right after this hockey fans get ready to feel the action on the ice like never before with DraftKings Sportsbook the official sports betting partner of the National Hockey League and sponsor of this podcast right now new customers can bet just one dollar on any team to win and get $150 in free bets if they do. If Sportsbook isn't available in your state, you can still hit the ice for cold, hard cash. New customers can make their first deposit and play for thousands with DraftKings Daily Fantasy Hockey Contest. Draft your lineup with eight skaters and a goalie and rack up points for goals, assists, saves, and much, much more. DraftKings is safe, secure, and reliable. Best of all, you can deposit and withdraw your cash whenever you want. Download the DraftKings Sportsbook app now and use promo code THPN and bet just $1 on any NHL game to win and get $150 in free bets if they do. That's code THPN at DraftKings Sportsbook, the official sports betting partner of the NHL. 21 or older, restrictions apply. See show notes in the description for details. And now, on with the show. And we are back. And, um, okay. It's time I give all of you a little bit of honesty about the third game of this weekend. Well, I shouldn't say this like I'm not honest with everyone. I'm always honest with you. Honest 99.9% of the time. Well, that isn't true. 111.1% is where I am mostly honest. But I was not at this game because it was Easter Sunday. Now, okay, 
let me just cut to the chase. Bears lose one nothing. We give up a first American Hockey League goal to Mike Callahan, son of Ryan Callahan. I don't know. I don't care. Bears surrender a goal with six minutes and change left in the game. Lol. Lose. And they lose. We go 0-2-1 on the weekend, and our magic number remains at 4. 4. You know, you close out a few games this month, and, um, okay. All right. The reason being why I wasn't there was because I had family commitments. It, it was Easter Sunday. Who schedules a game on Easter Sunday? Honestly. Typically, the American Hockey League is done by this point, or at least if there is an early Easter, the Bears are typically on the road, so Giant Center doesn't have to worry about at least Bears fans being there for an Easter. Or if they do, they typically have the game the Saturday before, and then everybody gets a Sunday off. And um, the game the game was a great big barrel of nothing. Bears were outshot 9-3 to in the first, and... New day, same product. And I'm sorry to everyone if I've seen upset about this, but because <laughs> I am. We're now tied with Wilkes-Barre. And the only reason we're ahead is because of head-to-head matchups. Thank God we beat them a bunch of times in January. And if I can just take this podcast direction somewhere else, because I don't want to spend the next five minutes just railing on the Bears, because I think I did that in the previous segment. To me, Easter, you know all the the family get-together holidays, or at least the get-together holidays we have throughout the year. New Year's, eh, maybe Valentine's. New Year's, St. Patrick's, Easter, Memorial Day, 4th of July, Labor, Halloween, Thanksgiving, Christmas. I have to say, Easter, I think, is the worst out of all of them. I'd say St. Patrick's Day is worse because it's just, to, to a lot of people, it's just drinking. I'm sure there are people out there that there is real heritage and tradition behind this day. And there is. There really is. Like all the major holidays here in America, but instead it's been blown up by corporate branding and green beer. But for me, Easter in terms of the family get-togethers, this, out of all them, this is the one I'd want to skip. Because on Easter, it, it's it's ham. You, you just get ham. It's it's not as fun as turkey. It's not as fun as that. And Easter candy, bleh. It's like the worst of all the candies. Halloween candy's great. Christmas candy, mwah. Beautiful, beautiful. Um, there is no such thing as like uh, Thanksgiving candy. I mean, sure, some uh, 4th of July traditional candies, you know, the saltwater taffies, the stuff you get on vacation. That's that's fine. New Year's is based, New Year's candies is like leftover Christmas ones, which is the good kind. But for me, Easter, leftover Easter candy, terrible, in my opinion. And uh, just the, the, the least out of all the holidays. Like, like, where would I rank it? Well, honestly... Um, I take Memorial Day, 4th of July, and Labor Day and just all smush them together. Because in some way, they're, they're, 
kind of the same thing. Now, 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 before all of you get on my case, Memorial Day is a very different meaning than the 4th of July. Yes, yes it does. One is remembering all the war veterans who have given their lives for this country, which is very important. The other is the founding of our country, which is important. But both are celebrated in the same way. Fireworks, grilling, and outdoor activities. Same thing. Labor Day is the same thing, except there's no, like, patriotic or or uh, military backing behind it. It's just one last gasp of, uh, of summer. And not that there's anything wrong with that. I, I love me some Labor Day. I do. But, um, so just mush all those together. Uh, St. Patrick's Day, Easter, uh, heading, um, New Year's, I'd put above Easter. New Year's is just, it's, it's another day off. It kind of wraps up the whole holidays thing. Sure, staying up till midnight is fun in your 20s, but it's a little harder to do once you get, get older. And the whole day just basically gets devoted to, uh, to college football and uh, and parades and excessive eating. Um, up next for me is at least Halloween. Is is Halloween? Uh, just because Halloween can be very hit or miss depending on where you live in the country. Halloween's great. Halloween's fun. It really is. But I don't dress up for it. I dress up other times of the year. That's another show. But I don't celebrate Halloween all that much. I know there are people who love it. I know that there's there's outdoor theme parks that are devoted to it, or or uh, fall festivals that have Halloween specials. I've been a part of one, but to me, Halloween, take it or leave it. Heading on up would be the combination of Memorial Day, Fourth of July, and Labor Day. Um, all great summer holidays has a little bit more meaning to me because, of course, Madwidge for me will be that day that day but they're the kickoffs of summer they're fun holidays where you get together you grill with friends you enjoy the outdoors fourth of july could be really hit or miss depending on where you live in the country and what the weather is like but um it's generally a good time had by all generally a good time had by all and the immortal um thanksgiving and christmas thanksgiving then christmas for me thanksgiving is fun I, I, the reason Christmas wins is is it's it's the religious aspect of it, but Thanksgiving's always on a Thursday. It's on a Thursday, and if you don't take Good Friday off, you still have to go back to work the next day. You stuff your face, and you still got to go back to work at some places. Some blue collar places don't give you a Black Friday off. Now, me personally, I take Black Friday off. So that way I have the nice four-day weekend. But um, but Christmas, it'll be number one for me just because it's a great time of year. There's a certain serenity, serenity throughout the land when that day and that time of year comes. Is it hectic till we get to that point? You bet your sweet pippy it is. But the holiday, the lights, for some people it's not a great time of year. And I've experienced loss during this time of year. And I know there are a lot of you Bears fans that have done that too. But for me, Christmas, number one holiday. And just a little bit of a slight detour here, folks. You know, I don't usually go down this, but 
I wasn't at the game on Sunday, and I'd much rather end this podcast on something a little fun and more upbeat as we head into the last weekend of the season. So the boys will be at it tomorrow or Tuesday, the 19th, in one last game against Wilkes-Barre, I think the last makeup game, and uh, that'll be it. Playoffs permitting, as we're looking at this point. And then 3-3 three and three in the last weekend, Friday night in Lehigh, Saturday back home against Lehigh, and then Syracuse comes to town. We don't know how all this is going to look. It will be interesting as we head into the final weekend. Magic number is still at four, everyone, but that can change as we head throughout the week. In theory, we could clinch without having to do a thing because that's pretty much how it's gone for us this month. And I know I'm going to say something very hypocritical, but chin up, Bears fans. I know it's rough. I, I, I know. 20 minutes ago in this podcast, I was yelling, but that's the passion that I have. That's the passion for this team that I have. If you think I'm going to come on here and kiss your butt and tell you it tastes like ice cream, you're listening to the wrong podcast, everyone. But enjoy this last regular season weekend of the season because this is going to be it. This is going to be it. There is no guarantee of tomorrow, everyone. There is none. So go to Giant Center this weekend. Go out there. You know, give that sweet thank you to an employee who's out there. Just enjoy it. Because remember where we were two years ago. In the dark and the cold. And there was no certainty. And now here we are. Now that we're here so far away, as a band once said. So, and again, you might think of this as hypocritical coming from me. Keep the faith. Chin up, lads. And I'll see you next week. Go Bears. Thank you for downloading this episode of the Grit and Barrett podcast. If you enjoyed this podcast, please subscribe on whatever podcast platform you are currently listening to. If you are listening on Apple or Google, please leave us a five-star review as it appeases our algorithm overlords. If you enjoyed this podcast, please check out the Hockey Podcast Network where there is a podcast for each and every NHL team. We also cover the American Hockey League. They have a podcast about college hockey and all the ins and outs of the hockey world. If you wish to know more about our parent club, please check out the official Caps Chirps podcast on the Hockey Podcast Network as they cover all things Washington Capitals. Be sure to follow us on Twitter at Grit and Barrett P1 on Twitter. That's at Grit and Barrett P1 on Twitter. This podcast is dedicated to the memory of Patricia Blosser, who passed away on December 5th, 2020 to dementia and COVID. The show is also dedicated to all of the Hershey Bears friends, fans, and family who lost their lives to cancer. Cancer sucks. Thank you once again for listening to the Grit and Barrett podcast, and go Bears. Betfred has come all the way from England to the great state of Iowa with over 50 years of sports betting experience. Fred is known in the UK for three things, customer service, bonuses, and delivering the best overall experience to players. Need more? Download the Betfred sports app today and receive up to $250 in free bets when signing up. No emperors, no movie stars, just a sports book you can trust. 
Download today. Proud partner of the Iowa Wild and Iowa Cubs. Must be 21 plus. Wagers only accepted in Iowa. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-BETS-OFF.